It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Evan Gaddis will pinch hit for Beltron. Represents the Astros' final hope tonight. Now, another Astros podcast. 0 for 1 with a strikeout against Chapman all time. Lefty delivers. And Gaddis hits it high in the air. This is playable for Gardner racing in. He's under it. And Gardner makes the catch. And that is the ball game. The New York Yankees score six unanswered as the Astros blow a four-run lead. And the Yankees take game four of the ALCS by a final of six to four. This series is knotted at two. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Tough loss last night, obviously, in, in uh, game four of this American League Championship Series, especially having the lead. And you went to your bullpen, guys, you've counted on all year, and, and unfortunately didn't work out. No, their hitters did a really good job of – of of taking walks when they when they could hitting a couple extra base hits um, their momentum in that in those innings were incredible and we just couldn't get the innings to stop so disappointing loss uh because of the result the guys are working hard trying hard uh we end up two to two going into game five makes for an interesting series it's still very winnable great performance by lance mccullers six shutout innings gave up the home run to judge to, to start the seventh inning but pitched really well especially when you consider how little he started over the last uh, month or so yeah, he was awesome and he was locked in from the very beginning his breaking ball was good his fastball was good his changeup was good um, we couldn't ask much more out of him you know he, he went as deep as he's been uh, really in the last three months and being able to get to the seventh inning so i so proud of him for his effort because of the of the unknown that he had coming into this series. Was he going to start? Was he going to be in the pen? I think we saw last night what he's capable of when uh, when he's locked in, and that's it's one of the more elite pitchers in the league. Was there any uh, decision in terms of bringing him back out for the seventh inning and how you wanted to, to play that seventh inning? You know, I, I, we wanted him to start the inning at least for Judge. You know, we liked the the the, the left right left when Gregorius was coming up with Davinsky. Um, obviously, Judge Homer starts things off and really got you know sped the whole game up um, and got the building back rocking again. So uh, we liked sending him back out at, at eighty pitches or whatever he was at, and 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 ultimately the results didn't work out, but we had the matchups we wanted. How big was that three-run double by, by Yuli Gurriel? Robertson's 1-1. Breaking ball ripped and just fair down the left field line and headed for the corner. Springer scores. Reddick scores. Altuve around third and coming home. Here's the relay to the plate. It's cut off. Altuve scores. Gurriel caught in a rundown between second and third. He's tagged out, but not after a three-run double. And the Astros now lead it three to nothing. Five runs in the first three games and one huge swing of the bat for Yuli Gurriel plating three and how many times must he have sat in Cuba and maybe watching El Duque pitch for the Yankees wondering thinking about what it was like to play in this ballpark. Yuli first couple of games at Yankee Stadium certainly have struggled sometimes to get that big hit but really big hit for Yuli. Yeah really the whole series we haven't had too many big hits I mean outside of the Correa walk-off um, which was a huge hit obviously to, to end game two um, we've had we've had our fair share of tough at bats where we've uh, you know, haven't haven't got the results. So 
Um, it was big for Yuli. I think everybody exhaled a little bit. We we ex- extended our lead even to four nothing with the with the error by Castro and Marwin Gonzalez came around to score. But um, you know four wasn't enough. We've got to continue to uh, to fight and claw and 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 try to swing the bats a little better. Yeah, it seems like momentum shifted in the series with the Yankees taking the last two games, but uh, need two wins in, in three games to, to get to the World Series in the next two days have your, your two best pitchers. Yeah, no, I, m- momentum's funny. You know, we, 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 we had huge momentum coming out of game two, supposedly, and then all of a sudden the Yankees win and, and, and it shifts back to them. So um, you've got to stay more balanced as that when you're in the trenches and, and try not to get caught up in too much of the hoopla. You can get to two and two in a lot of different ways. The way we've done it has created a little bit of a, of a story that they may have momentum, but uh, Dallas Keuchel on the mound today. We put up some good swings against Tanaka, and all of a sudden things will go back in our way. Uh, first question for Dallas. Um, Reggie Jackson said yesterday that um, Altuve is the best player in baseball, and if he were six feet tall, there would be no debate. He thinks people hold it against him because of his height. What do you think about that? I think he's, he's, he's right. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty biased, so I get to see him every day, so... Um, there's there's nobody better than him and and for what <clears throat> what he's done for the team this this postseason um, to this point he's hands down the the MVP he should be the postseason MVP as well. To your far right, Dallas. Just uh, what are your impressions of Tanaka since you faced him two times in the postseason, the wild card game and then game one on Friday? Well, one he's a he's a very good pitcher and I mean <laughs> if it wasn't for some extraordinary performances um we'd be singing his praises uh, multiple times so um you kind of you when i pit when i've pitched against him in, in the regular season and in the postseason it's it's a feeling that you know you have to be on top of your game because there's not going to be a lot of runs produced from our part so um, that that brings a challenge in itself, but he's uh, he, he's handled this this media, this this city, um, this team very well, and that in itself is pretty impressive too. Coupled with the fact that he's a very very good pitcher. To your left, Dallas. And Dallas, you pitched obviously in the wild card, which is an elimination game here. How about pitching in this game, even though it's not an elimination game, but about the stakes of this one? They're always extremely high, and and. The wild card game obviously was a winner go home, so that that presented a different challenge. But just being here at Yankee Stadium um, with a two to one lead uh, kicked our butts yesterday. So we knew we were in for a challenge anyway, being up two nothing. But th- there's different circumstances. It's it's uh, you had the lead. You're supposed to win this series, and and. Or you're tied two-two. When I take the ball tomorrow, it's it's all on you. So there's going to be different challenges depending on how this game ends up, and and I look forward to it. But just just being here, uh, it brings a sense of calmness just because of of the fact that we did win the the 2015 wild card. But then again, that was two years ago. So this is a whole new a whole new team, a whole new challenge, and and uh, this is this is what we play for. Third row on your right, Billy. Dallas, in game one, uh, Tanaka didn't throw a split nearly as often as he did. You didn't throw your changeup like you, you might often. Um, for As it applies to you, was that just a, a, was it a game planning decision or was it just a feel? You had other things working? 
But mainly it was a feel. That's a good question because I'm, I'm usually throwing 10 to 15, maybe maybe 20 percent changeups, especially to, to this group being such good fastball hitters. But through the course of the game, pitch to pitch, bat, bat to a bat, it, it seemed like there was no need to change up what was what was working. And I'm a big stickler. If I can go with plan A and they don't make adjustments or I don't need to make adjustments, then I'm not going to show plan B. And it was it was just the fact that I had some really late movement on my on my two seam and my slider was really good. The, the the cutter was 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 decent, so I didn't feel the need to to change speeds with the with the change up, and and um, hopefully that comes into into play tomorrow where they only saw one change up, and and I'm, I'm sure Tanaka would say the same thing to where he actually held a pitch back where he didn't need it, and and it it, it might come in handy for him tomorrow, but the change up usually is 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 the second to, to third best pitch, and, and for me to not use it, hopefully will will come into play uh, for me tomorrow. When, when you're kind of making that assessment uh, during the game, is that is that you kind of, uh, uh, I guess, under, uh, understanding, observing the movement that you're getting on pitches, and how, or, or are you reading swings or some combination of both? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good combination, and... and I read every swing, and I read uh, a non-swing, and that, that's one of the joys I get of pitching, and, and that's one of my jobs uh, as a pitcher. I, you only get to pitch once every five days. In the playoffs, it might be a little, a little uh, sooner than that, but to, <clears throat> for me to go out there and, and not be prepared, even pitch to pitch, would be uh, doing injustice to the team for the Astros. So um, I do everything I possibly can, and that, that – that's reading swings. That's reading non-swings, like I said, and and that that's really a joy because because that lineup over there is is really really good, and they have some of the biggest the, the biggest thumpers in the league, but they also have some some gritty grind out guys that that kind of pest you in in a, in a sense that you're making really good pitches and they're fouling them and they're fouling them off, and it's like. In a, in a normal at bat, guys are getting out three to four pitches. Where you're you're throwing seven eight pitches to to Brett Gardner, and you're like, how in the world did did he hit two of those pitches or foul two of those pitches off? But he's a really good hitter. He sets the tone for those guys, and and that's just one example of of their lineup. I got still other eight other guys to go. So reading swings in between pitches is 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 one of the fun things in 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 my in my job. So. It's just a combination of, of a lot of little things that go into to my mindset pitch to pitch and which really allows me to not to to stress out about the situation or, or feel too pressured about the moment at hand. Not to your left. Uh, along those lines, do you feel as though you have to be more precise or more fine considering this team just saw you? It's the same team? No, I mean they showed me some some quality takes in game one and and very similar to to what the Red Sox did. I, I I made no bones about it. The Red Sox are are the most knowledgeable group of hitters that I've ever pitched against, and that's a compliment to their coaching staff, to their front office, to getting them ready to their to the players, uh, to having a game plan. So I think the Yankees had a very good game plan going into it, and and that's 
hey, if you want to throw some fastballs on the outer corner, we're going to we're going to take those borderline pitches um, and and make you put pre- or make the umpire put pressure on himself to call a ball or strike. And um, I I got ahead of a few guys, but not as many guys as I would like to in 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 their lineup. So props to them for for doing that because a baller baller strike or one or two pitches here and there it's a it's a, a changed at bat it's a changed course of the game and and uh, luckily I was able to get ahead and have a good feel for my off speed enough to to get strike one and and put those guys in defense mode early enough and, and not into attack mode take a few last ones Ben to your right Dallas Dallas you've had a lot of success against the Yankees a lot of Yankee fans are aware of that you're a pretty recognizable guy I'm just wondering this week while you're in town whether you're on the street or hotels have you had any interactions with any Yankee fans? <laughs> I, I usually always do, and that's that's also one of the joys is is when you're doing your job correctly uh, as a visiting as a visiting player for the for the visiting team against the Yankees. Were, people are always going to have choice words for you, so I f- I fully expect that. Um, it's not just me though. It, there's a lot of other guys on the team that have done well, one for one reason or another, <clears throat> but. To have some booze last night getting introduced that was that was a nice feel and um, I mean <laughs> you're getting booze against the evil empire um, at the home turf it, it, it makes you feel good just because you're doing your job correctly um, obviously my job is to to win for the Astros um, but you got you got autograph seekers here so they're always nice you got the the, the other end of the spectrum where they're singing your praises more so than what they should and it's you know Keiko you're the best pitcher ever and let me get on an autograph and stuff like that so it, you, you get you get both ends of the spectrum especially now in the championship series when when you're two wins away they're three wins away from going to the world series and you um, know that's what makes that's what makes my job fun that's what makes life enjoyable here in the city uh, to your left Alice Dallas, you had some fun telling us that the louder it gets, the higher the stakes, the more it feels like wiffle ball in your backyard. When did you discover that that you're most comfortable when the stakes are at the highest and the the crowd, the atmosphere is at its loudest? I mean, I don't know if you ever if you ever realize that you just cherish the moment because for us, the the, the moment doesn't last forever. It doesn't even last a very long time. If you're if you're fortunate enough to to get ten years in this league, you're doing something doing something right and when when I look back each each season I appreciate the opportunity that I've, that I've had the special moments in the season and this <clears throat> this by far is is the most special moment because we're two wins away from the World Series yet it's it's a very long ways away and especially in a in a in a city like New York where the Yankees are so storied um, and and that's that's why I, that's why I cherish the, the the big moment it's not like I'm ready for the big moment you, you prepare yourself as much as possible and I put myself in a position to be there but you just you just cherish it and and uh, know that your preparation is going to pay off and and that's what I do I'll take a last one from Mark I couldn't help noticing a couple times you just you mentioned that something is one of the joys of of, of your job uh, can you describe is there one that maybe we wouldn't think of another one of the joys that uh, that you can identify I mean, there's a lot of joys. That's why I, I keep reiterating it. But, um, like, you talking about the course of the game, or are you talking about just the course of the job? 
Well, one of the joys, one of the biggest, there's two, there's two, there's two joys that I really take pride in. And that's when I'm when I'm warming up in the in the visitors bullpen and, and getting heckled by fans, because they've had some 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 beverages. Uh, <laughs> usually, there's a there's a funnel cake or like a hot dog, um, which smells really good. But just warming up, knowing that you're you're going to compete, you're going to get to do your job. Um, is one, and then when you finally take take the mound in the bottom of the first after that last warm up, and <clears throat> I remember my dad on uh, Ju- uh, June seventeenth in twenty twelve was when I made my debut in Arlington against the Rangers, who were stacked. Um, it was it was really nervous but prepared, um, and my dad just told me to to take a deep breath before I before I threw that first pitch and just kind of savor the moment because. You're never going to have a, a first pitch ever again uh, in your career for a major leaguer. So every time I take the mound, you'll see me kind of step off the mound and just take a deep breath and look around the whole stadium and see the amount of fans there. But just cherish it because it, it doesn't last forever, like I said, and, and sometimes it lasts shorter than what you would like. So that's, that's the biggest joy is right before the first pitch, just kind of taking it all in, appreciating everybody cheering, booing, eating, drinking and just having a good time. There goes Gregorius, 2-0, is driven into right center field. That's going all the way to the wall. Judge scores. Gregorius around third. He scores. Gary Sanchez breaks an 0-18 with a two-run double, and the Yankees have a 6-4 lead. Just a piercing line drive to right center field. No way to cut it off. Just a hammered baseball. And Yankee Stadium has erupted. Chris Singleton, ESPN color analyst and former major leaguer, is my guest today here on Astro Launch. And Chris, watching these first four games of this series, back and forth, uh, the, the counter punches, an unbelievable comeback by the by the Yankees in yesterday's ball game. What do the Astros players feel like coming into this game? Whether or not they say they can put it behind them, can they? They are. Astros players are concerned. And uh, as well as their manager, A.J. Hinch. And uh, I say that just as a former player, former athlete, as well as you. You know how it is. You go up two games and on, um, without being presumptuous, you start forward thinking, all right, we're going we're gonna to go to the World Series or we're going to go to the next round. And not intentionally, but you start leaning that way. And we say, yeah, there's still business to get done. Yeah. You, you got to take care of business, but ultimately the Yankees have done that the last two games. They haven't lost a home game this postseason, and I would imagine that there's more, much more of a sober um, sort of attitude or, or spirit in the clubhouse today. And, and again, I mean, it's still a, a, a great clubhouse, and AJ Hinch is is one of the most likable managers in the game. But I imagine. Uh, that he's going to be a little more sober today. I'm yeah. going down to meet with him in just a few minutes, yeah. so uh, we'll see. What is it like for a player when you lose a game, maybe eight to nothing, or to lose a game the way the Astros did yes yesterday? Big difference, isn't there? Yeah, it's it's so hard. Uh, when you're up, and especially last night, Lance McCullers was so good, and Sonny Gray was good as well. I mean, the donuts up on the scoreboard through the first five innings, mm-hmm. you figure, hey, if somebody scratches across one or two, um, this will be a you know pretty good night based on how good the pitching was. But you know, for the Astros to go up four nothing. 
um, and then squander that lead, it's, it's tough. Those are the tough ones to stomach. I, I think about uh, the Cleveland Indians and the Yankees in the division series game two, right? The Yankees were up 8-3. to three. Right. They were going to come home to Yankee Stadium 1-1 in the series, and they blew that game. And so just the difference. Uh, you talk about momentum swings. This this game is in this playoffs is so ridiculously uh, about you know swings of momentum, and definitely the Yankees have uh, swung it their way. And um, imperative today for Dallas Keuchel to go out and, and you know, get deep into this game because we saw last night the Astros bullpen. Um, yeah, this is a tenth ranked bullpen. You know, over the course of the regular season, you you've got some guys that I think. In this environment, particularly, we're feeling a little bit last night. Doesn't mean they can't get it done, but uh, when you have a guy like Keuchel or Verlander that you know they can get to that kind of final third of the game, uh, you're hoping that this is one of those games for them if you're an Astros fan. Talking to Chris Singleton with ESPN Radio, you mentioned those players, those relievers feeling it. Old Yankee Stadium used to feel really intimidating. You and I both played there. This stadium doesn't, didn't have that same feel till maybe last night. Right, right. I agree 100%, Steve. And, uh, you know, we saw that the wild card game. We announced the wild card game here yeah. against the Twins, and it was that energy was more than it was 2009, yeah. I think, because the stadium was still kind of new then, and yeah. people, you know, say you get a new car, new house, you don't want to mess it up. And really? that's kind of how they were treating the stadium. Yeah. It was like everyone, you know, white gloves on and mm. everything else. But I think it's 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 broken in now um, still. And maybe it's because we're old guys, Sparky, yeah. but, you know, the old Yankee Stadium was like, man, uh, you get to the eighth or ninth inning and you're out there on defense, and it's like, man, the ghosts and the, the – seems like the stadium, you know, stands would swell over you and the umpire yeah. strike zone – get so small balls right down the middle uh it's not the same today but last night uh this the place erupted in those later innings and i can only imagine you can say as an astros player you didn't really feel it you block it out but you did and here's a funny thing is that uh rob kakuza the equipment manager for the yankees i was just talking to him a little while ago and he told me he said singing he says last night was like the first time down here the bowels of the stadium in his office that he could feel it shaking. You're kidding. Yeah, so that's wow. that's a that's a ripple. That's old Yankee Stadium there. Yeah, right. I want to ask you one more thing, Chris. So you go into a series like this, and the team was swinging the bat well, and they swung the bats well against Boston, facing good pitching. The Astros' bats have gone cold. What does that do to you as a former hitter, knowing what it feels like when you're struggling? Yeah, you're just looking for, for somebody to get it going, and really you want your – your your big guys to get going because you follow their lead and you know when they go like things like it's almost like we, we use the term hey when mama's happy everybody's happy yeah. it's sort of a similar feel like when your your big guys are doing what they're doing and in this case Sparky I would look at you know sure Altuve's you know last couple games not so much but for the most part you know in this series it'd say Correa Altuve Gurriel been swinging it but I think Springer at the top of the order, who's such a threat. If he can get it going, you know, get on base, start hitting some balls, you know, on the nose and finding some holes, and then Reddick behind him, I think all of a sudden those dominoes start to fall, and then this lineup turns over for the Astros. So uh, if I was, you know, my analysis would be that, yeah, that spot, if Springer can get it going, I think. Um, yeah, there'll be a nice ripple effect offensively for this team. But, yeah, you, you look for your, your guys that have been doing it all year for them to get going because you know that without them, it's going to be very difficult to win. Very good. Thanks a lot. Chris Singleton, ESPN Radio. Thanks for your time, man. Hey, my pleasure. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay. Picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 